the most important issue in the governor's race here in Virginia. Getting back to the basics of teaching children, not teaching them critical race theory. And, uh, and uh, what is critical race theory? Well, I'm not going to get into the specifics of it because I don't understand it that much, but it's something that I don't, what little bit that I know I don't care for. And, and what have you heard that, that you don't, well, that you I'm don't not, like? Well, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't have that much knowledge on it, but okay. it's something that I'm not, that I don't care for. We in here, yeah, we in here, cause we been here. We in here, yeah, we in here, cause we been here. We in here, yeah, we in here, cause we can't get rid of us now. We in here, yeah, we in here, cause we can't get rid of us now. We in here, yeah, we in here, cause we can't get rid of us now. And you know that we that's it that's it and that's all it's gonna be welcome to another monday of black versus the board of education my name is miss laureen and i'm your hostess with the mostest um and before we get into our stories or our topic this week which is ignorance is bliss i'm gonna let you get a gander at uh, my co-host and i'm gonna start with the young man shrugging his shoulders because we was jamming we was jamming till we in here so go ahead sammy let him know you in here hi my name is samuel I live in Georgia, and um, in fifth grade, and I'm 11. And well, I'm welcome homeschooled. back. Oh, and you homeschool. Well, welcome back to the party. We always love to see you when we get it started, right? Miss Jada, go ahead and say hey, hey, hey. Hey, y'all. I'm Jada. I'm a homeschool junior in the Sacramento area. So good to be back. Sacktown's in the building. Hey, hey, hey. Go ahead, Miss Anaya. Say what's up. Hey, everyone. My name is Anaya. I'm currently a junior in high school. Perfect. Uh, Miss Melissa, it's on you. Hi, everyone. My name is Melissa. I'm a 15-year-old sophomore in the Southern California area. And last but not least, rounding out the crew today is Mr. Grady oh, himself. Oh, oh. You already <laughs> know what it is. It's Matt M16. Grady, we in here, and we ain't going nowhere, baby. What it do? Not at all. We, we in here. We sure enough got a lot to talk oh, about. Well, we don't know yet. I mean, I, I, I don't know what, oh, I don't we know what happened. We, we about to we'll find that. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll find out. <laughs> so listen, uh, before I get started this week, I want to give a shout out to Sierra Nevada Journeys. We just returned from camp yesterday. Uh, it was an amazing time. Camp Hack the Woods. Jada's showing off right now. Um, camp Hack the Woods. Uh, we ended up taking something like 46 kids to nature um, and being surrounded with the staff up there, Chrissy, Travis, um, Jacob, y'all, who else was there? I, I can't remember. Did I leave? Uh, Angel, um, JJ, and the crew, we want to say thank you very much. Alina, we want to say thank you very much for hosting us this weekend. We had an amazing time, um, but it, now it's time to get back to business. I know we did a little social justice at camp. I was able to do three consecutive workshops uh, and that was a lot, but I think oh, with cousin got... um, what's his name? Cousin uh, cousin Travis. Cousin yeah. Travis. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> cousin Travis. What up? Yeah. So um, we're super excited about that opportunity, and we got three camps to do, and we're looking forward to those. But without further ado, we got some things to talk about. Um, I wanted to, and I know we're supposed to be talking about um, CRT, critical race theory. Um, but I want to show the dangers of not teaching it in school. So before we even get into our discussion, I have something I want y'all to check out. Uh, so check this story out, let me, and we'll come back and talk about it. I think it was one of the hardest mornings at school I've ever had. Prior Lake freshman Nia Sijin says it was overwhelming walking into school two days after a classmate shared a video with her that's now been widely circulated on social media. She says it was made by another student who over the course of a minute repeatedly makes racist attacks and targets mental health at one point saying, quote, kill yourself. It was just the most disgusting thing I had 
ever witnessed in my entire life. When you were watching this video, where what was that moment where you realized, oh my gosh, this is targeted towards me? This moment keeps replaying in my head, and it has been since yesterday, because when I first saw the video, I hadn't really processed everything that was going on. I, I was hearing the words, but yesterday I was in my counselor's office and I was really talking about it to them and that's when it all really hit me and how personal it was to me. It was just really, it was really hard because I just had this wave of emotions that all hit at kind of one time. It was just really hard to process. My first time seeing the video, my first reaction was rage and anger. Her sister Elizabeth is a senior. It was sick. I watched the first half and it was nothing new. I see racist things all the time. And then it got to the second half where it was actual threats and actual vile language. And I was just, it was, I was just so mad. She detailed the bullying. She says her sister Naya has endured from this group of girls. It's not an isolated incident. As they sat side by side, Naya opened up about her struggles with anxiety and depression, sharing a message for the students behind the video. Talking about my suicide attempts. It is absolutely not okay. And I don't think they even understand the impact it has had on me and my family to even make these comments. Because I've struggled a lot with depression and suicide in the past. It's just... It's terrible. I don't know at this point what I can do to, like, you know, make sure that this stops for good because it's it's too much on my sister it's too much on the family to just constantly be in these issues where somebody is harassing her and somebody is bullying her and she's only a freshman she still has three more years of being at this school and i want those three years to be good for her what kind of steps do you want to see the school and the district take moving forward i want to see them hold these people accountable and it's already hard enough being in such a predominantly white area as a black family and as black women it makes it so much harder for us and I really just want to see my school do something about this video and give real consequences to the students who are involved. If schools don't try or do give these people that are posting these racist that are doing these racist acts consequences they, they will not be changed. Naya said... Right. <laughs> okay. Um, Melissa, I saw you shaking your head as the video was going on. I don't even know what to say to that. Um, that's a lot to deal with and watch as a big sister who has a little sister who is a couple years younger than me. That's that's really hard to watch. Um, this is what happens when we do not teach these already privileged white kids how to act. They get to walk around in the world with so much ignorance and with so much thinking that they can get away with so much and they are getting away with it. And that's the problem. We are being affected by everything that they do, whether it's little or whether it's big like this is. This has taken such an impact on this little girl, this freshman, she's she's younger than some of us here. And we've been her age before or are going to be her age. And it's like, this is the reality that black students have to walk around with and no one pays attention to it and no one cares. And you can see that's exactly how she feels. You can feel the pain behind her words and you can see it all over her face. You can see it all over her sister's face too. It's it's the reality of black students, of black people. And it seems that not a lot of people care about that at all. Mm. Anaya. I just have a question for the school. Like, what are they doing to comfort the girl? What are they doing to the kids that made the video, to the kids that showed her the video? Like, is anything coming out of that? 
Well, um, I know that this was posted last week by Sean King. Um, I know that the school hadn't done anything up to the point of uh, social media getting involved. I'm not sure what they've done um, afterwards, but I heard that that uh, they were making steps. I know the students shut down the cafeteria and they um, dismissed early, talking about they were worried about students' safety. Um, and I just found it really rich that all of a sudden they're worried about students' safety when Black kids start to protest. Go ahead, Melissa. I see your hand up. Is that the video that you sent me? The video of the white girl? Is that the video they're talking about? Yeah, and I'm not going to play okay. that video. Yeah. I'm not going to play that video. Well, now I know what video it is. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to play that video. I, I think we've seen it too many times, right? Over and over again. Uh, Jada, do you have anything that you want to add to it? And then I'll come to Sam and Matt. And going back on what Melissa said about how they're choosing to ignore it and how they choose to turn a blind eye to it, I think that's completely acceptable to say when you're talking about the situations. And I don't think that they're not noticing it because I think they see it, but we're giving them so many excuses that it's just become a routine for them to just do stuff and get away with it and they'll be okay. And it's kind of upsetting to hear, especially as well as being a big sister. Like if, if I found out that somebody was doing that to my little sister, I would go to war especially being like, especially the sister being a senior and knowing that she's gonna have to leave her sister in an environment like that, that can be hurtful, especially to the whole family. And it's just horrible to see this. Mm. Samuel? Just, wow. It's bad enough that you told her to kill herself and probably use multiple racial slurs in the video. I haven't seen it, but I'm probably, I'm pretty sure. But you say to kill herself knowing that she has had suicide attempts. So, so, so it's even, it's even more, it's even worse when you actually hear the context as well as the video. Cause it's bad that the video even happened. The video was even made, but the context added to the video is even worse she's dealt with depression suicide attempts and then you and then you mock her about it and tell her to kill herself like and it's the school that is reinforcing these ideas that they can just do it and not get away with it it's the school's fault because these students knew that something would happen to them some something would that would be detrimental to their educational career they want to do it but mm. they know it's not going to happen they know that the school is not going to expel them it's not going to it may ex, it may suspend them maybe but they don't really care mm. as long as they're not getting expelled they don't really care i don't even think they get expelled i don't think they get suspended i think that um well, I'll be quiet about what I think. I'm going to go to Matt, and then I'll come. I'll round us out. Um, <clears throat> I'm watching my words because I'm, I'm, I'm a bit angry about this one. Um, but for a culture of people who, for not just the 400, but for thousands of years ago, who were rulers, scholars, philosophers, and great thinkers, for that to be stripped of them and deleted of them, I think it's very modest, at the least, just to ask for respect, equality, and human freaking, freaking decency. Number one, yeah, ignorance is, is bliss. Uh, um, I could tell this girl a thousand times, yo, just when, when someone is going that hard on you, you know, if you ain't got no haters, obviously, you know, you ain't doing something right. But but mental health and going that deep, that's something serious. You know, you can't just say that and just undo how this child feels. Um, it's just a bunch of enabling going on. And I, I also... So it looks like he was about to say there was a bunch of enabling going on. Black men. Okay. <laughs> black men, black men, where are we at? Because every other culture, it's like everyone knows there's consequences and certain repercussions when you touch their women and their young girls. So, yes, there needs to be some accountability there. But my brothers, where are we at? Where are my warriors at? And if they want to bring that, then I'm, I'm one man that's willing to down that truth. 
and 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 it's just it just needs to stop it's just it, i'm just seeing it looks like that our women and our kids look more alone compared to any other culture and we're not mm-hmm. taking this serious and it's just going to keep people nobody gonna take us and it's not serious if we take ourselves and at the same time we just when i'm gonna homeschool my kids i'm tired of it yeah i mean and and i understand that oh yeah and i understand that i i think you know, my problem with the video is she said, my sister's a freshman and she has three more years at this school. If it was my baby. No, she don't. She don't got three more years at this school. They don't got three more years to torment my child. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just trying to get to the point. I'm, I'm trying to figure out when are we going to say, you know what? Enough is enough. They're not protected at all. And you're right, Tawana. They're not protected at all. So I'm not sure what it's going to take to get our babies up out of these systems. If they can't do it, if they can't be fair, if they can't take our children um, as seriously as they take everybody else, they don't need access to them. That's how I feel. Um, I, 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 that, the, the other thing that bothered me about this video, and, and maybe I'm being very, very critical. I don't like, I don't like close-ups of our children crying. I think that that's hella disrespectful. As she sat there stone faced as this baby was pouring her heart out, she just looked, tell me more. That's what I got from that interaction and it really ticked me off. Um, and where were the parents? Where were the parents in the video? I see the girls by themselves. Where were the parents? Those are just some things that came up. And, and it, it, if you actually come across the video on social media, you will see there's these two young white girls who used to be friends allegedly and are friends no more. So they decided to put each other on blast, airing out their dirty laundry, um, putting out these videos that they were actually targeting this girl who, I don't, how do they know so much about her attempt? Like, it's just really sickening and um, they need to be taught something because actually what they're learning um, has given them a superiority complex and, and a untouchableness and sometimes they, and one of these days they're going to run up on somebody who's going to touch them. It wasn't this young lady because she seems like a sweetheart, but somebody they're going to run up on somebody and they're going to really get touched um, because this behavior is egregious. It's just egregious. Um, and I know I have a couple of different stories. I wanted to kind of bring it back to, we had an incident here in Sacramento. I wanted to get your take on this. Here you go. This is the first time in my career that students have been emboldened enough to call me a black A series of threatening attacks against Dr. Elise Verscher, West Campus High School principal, and even her family. She shared this social media post calling her Black Hitler. And the final straw, she found this racist graffiti written above her parking spot on Monday. And I'm fully confident in the sole reason why I've not been respected is because I am a black woman with the audacity to be employed here. Sacramento police detectives and extra school security seen on campus launching a hate crime investigation. Academically, West Campus is the gold standard. U.S. News and World Report shows it's the number one ranked school in the Sacramento metro area with a 99% graduation rate. And when it comes to diversity enrollment, more than 80% of the student body is a minority, but only 5% is black. Dr. Verscher says she is one of the only black staff members here, and we're told there are no black teachers on site. I can't recall one black teacher at West. As if it's just like a whole bunch of white teachers teaching like POC students, it's just like, like you don't, you feel that you can't like express yourself the way you want to. Sacramento activist Barry Axius says big change needs to start at home. I hope that the parents who continue to support negative behavior like this, who continue to teach hate in their household, that they start looking at this a little bit differently. And for Dr. Verscher, she says she's going to continue to show up here for the students who need her. I know I'm not safe, but I tell you this, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> we in here. Samuel. What, what? Th- th- it's a problem because how, 
This shows that there is not full community between minority groups. 80% of the school population is minority, but only 5% is black. And they don't, and, and even then, they don't even respect the principal. Come on, Sammy. Just, just because, you're, just because you're a minority doesn't mean you all, you, you, you're, you're kiki with black people. No. Mm. Some minorities are racist towards black people. It's just the truth. Asians can be racist to black people. It happens quite a lot in China. I'm not gonna lie. So it, it's, it just shows that just because minorities are so, are are in a place doesn't mean that they're gonna. Treat black people with respect. Mm. You're right. You're right. And that's why I don't subscribe to terms minorities, people of color, um, any of those things, because we have to get to the root of the problem. And it's really anti-blackness. And that can come from other people. It can even come from black people. Black people are not a monolith. You have black people from a lot of different countries in one place. We are not a monolith. So. I just, you know, and let me go to some of y'all. Uh, Melissa. It makes me so angry. And it hurts as someone who kind of wants to be a teacher because I feel like there's so much history that isn't taught, as we know. And I want to be able to be a Black teacher and educate those kids, those white privileged kids too, those other minorities of children who are just uneducated. I want to be able to do that. But seeing this principle being attacked by students is a fear of mine and is something that should not be happening as someone who a black, a black woman who is putting herself on the line to try and be a good example, to try and be the representation that the black community needs. And she's being attacked and she's you can see the pain in her words. You can hear how hurt she is and how sad she is and how how scared she is, but she still wants to be there for the Black people that need her, for the Black students that need her, to be someone as a Black girl who she might have been who didn't see that Black representation. She wants to be that for students, but can't because there are these other privileged kids walking around who are just disrespectful and ignorant and it isn't fair because you try and be a good person and you don't get that back and yeah. it hurts Anaya I completely agree like how she was saying like she she's in fear for her life like she doesn't feel safe there but she's going to continue to stay there and be that representation that that five percent of black students need um so instead that there's no black students at, at um working at the school, all they see is mostly white teachers. So it's like when there's 80% minorities there, but then she's still having this problem where it's like, people are saying, oh, people of color stick together, stick together. It's like, you must, and you're saying, no, no people of color. Like we need, to, we need black people to stick together. So that's what it comes down to. And it really hurts me, hurts my feelings because it's like, who does that to somebody? We're just being black. Like, why would you write that? Because they can. Yeah, because they, they can. Just like, who does that for fun? Like, yeah, Jada, and then I'll come to Samuel because I saw your hand up. And it's kind of crazy to see the effect that these teenagers, these kids, have an effect on a grown woman like this. And it's heartbreaking to see that, to see the level of effect that that had caused on her. You can see that she was like, she was crying. She was like, she the pain in her voice. It was really emotionally moving, and. This is kind of what happens when you're not taught the right things, either at home or out there. You just see whatever you see on the internet and stuff, and you just take it and you just go with it. Because what made them actually think that this was okay? And what it seemed like that they were upset about a dress code, is that what it was? That's They said that she was enforcing a dress code. Now, how many of y'all been dress coded? Didn't we have a whole show about that? And, it, and most of the times, that dress code stuff affects black, black girls because y'all are a lot more filled out than your counterparts. Uh, did you, were you done with your thought? I didn't want to cut you off. I apologize. But because you're upset about a dress code, you think it was right to call, to write on her parking lot, the N word, you thought it was okay because you're upset about a dress code. Like, come on, common sense. It, and it wasn't just the parking lot. They were sending her social media threats, not just her. They were sending them to her family. And I think it was last week. She had three seizures on that campus. Look, I'm going to tell y'all like this. Ain't no job worth all that. 
Ain't no job worth my mental health, my safety, my security. Ain't no, they could keep these damn jobs. Sis is, sis is in a bad way. Um, and I know that a few of us uh, in the community will be at that school on Tuesday. I will be there. Um, and I think I'm listed as one of the speakers, but they could keep these damn jobs. All right, so a, a two-part opinion about that. Hold on, real quick. Give give me one second. Let me go to go Sammy ahead. and then and then jump in after Sam. Go ahead, Sam. What were what were you gonna say? It's just crazy that she she's probably the principal of probably the most academically respect uh, high academically probably the highest academic school in like you're saying the academically achieving administrator at the school. Yes. Okay. Like mm-hmm. 99% of the student intel have graduated. That that's 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 an incredible percentage. That that's basically saying like oh only 1% of all the students have that have been here have mm-hmm. have have not graduated. She's the principal of no, that no, school. She's the VP. She's the VP. Oh, she's the VP? Yeah, time out. What, y'all had that that workshop this week weekend what is the vp's function who knows what is the vp's function give me the answer discipline discipline that's her function her job is in charge she is in charge of discipline right so if she's in charge of discipline and i don't like the consequence you gave me right this is what we're talking about i don't like the consequence you gave me so i'm gonna make your life miserable it's unacceptable. I'm sorry, were, were you done with your thoughts, Sam? Because Matt's going to jump in after you. Yeah, it's fine. I'm done with my thoughts. Okay. Matt? Uh, I was going to say I totally agree, uh, not just on her, but even with our kids, too. If if One, I want to say don't become what you hate, ladies and gentlemen. Always be the change you want to see. Demand respect and don't be a pushover. But at the same time, when it comes to anything in life, don't have yourself where you ain't want it or don't need to be. And like you said, if if, if people aren't going to treat our children with respect, then we don't need to have access to them. And you, as children, as you grow, don't let anyone have access to you that doesn't, doesn't serve you. Say no to things that don't serve or benefit your, your, your mental growth, stimulation, and expansion. And don't become what you hate move around it yeah and i think the the other part to this is she's been complaining to her principal for about three years she's been complaining to the district and nothing has happened i would give my principal services to another facility yeah yeah i understand her her she is trying to create a change and she is pushing and saying i'm not going to back down even though this is happening I feel like it could happen in a broader way and I would still give my services to a different facility. Yeah. Because, yeah, because if the staff isn't backing her on, it's almost like she's alone there. Like she That's what she feels. That's what she feels that she is alone because nobody has come to her rescue. Nobody took her complaint seriously. And I think what we're seeing is, and I haven't talked to uh, Dr. Versha. I don't know. But what I observe is maybe this is a continuation of all the little things that have built up over time and it just hit a tipping point. And now it's like, you know what? They're trying to run her out, right? That school has never had a black teacher. Probably never had, or I think they did have a black principal at, a, at one point, but they're trying to intentionally do this. And this is this has happened throughout history and if we were teaching it correctly we would be able to establish that right nobody wants to talk about american history that's all critical race theory is nobody wants to talk about it it's not in our schools right it's not melissa were you gonna say something i was just adding to wanted to add to what you said like um who you're talking about there's of course probably little things that are adding up to this big thing i was like you know those kids are probably throwing microaggressions at her same thing that we have to experience so just agreeing with you of course there's some smaller things that we aren't seeing that isn't on the news some smaller things that have built up to this uh, this big emotion 
Yeah. And and do you think that if they're doing this to her as the adult, what do you think they're doing to their classmates who look like their VP? Making videos like the one that that black girl that we saw in the beginning was talking about. Hmm. Jada, what do you think? It, how if they're teaching if they're treating the administrator this way, what do you think's happening to their classmates? Um, I think they're doing the exact same thing, and I think the classmates probably will feel like they have it. I feel like the classmate would have it worse because they're still a kid, and I do and the I do know how it feels to be bullied and how it feels to be put in a situation where you feel like everybody's attacking you, and it's like it's a lot to handle, especially as a kid. Um, it was it was a uh, triggering just for the teacher, just for a grown black woman. It was triggering just for her. So I can only imagine how it is for a kid. And that's horrible. That's horrible, man. Samuel. It's it's going to be probably, I'm gonna assume 10 times worse because you are supposed to have respect for your administrator, even if it's not really there, just a tiny bit. For classmates, there's nothing. There's nothing of that sort. Mm. You don't because because they know that they can somewhat get in trouble with an administrator. But a classmate, it's a different ball game. They can just they can just do whatever they want without. That starts at home. It starts at home. Yeah. Because the teachings that that their parents teach them are installing this this programming. That that like that these stereotypes that black people are lazy, black people don't contribute to society, black people are just they just they're just here, they're pointless. Like, no. Just... And th there's that one meme. It says black people have been called lazy ever since we stopped working for free. And I'm just like, mm. so this this lady, Dr. Versher, went on ahead and got her doctorate. That's that's levels. There's levels to this. She went and got her doctorate. And, you know, that is supposed that title is supposed to come with some added benefits, some added respect, put some respect on my name. That's what they say. Right. It's supposed to come with something. Um, but but when it doesn't. And I think that there's some of us out here, some black folks, and I can't speak for Dr. Versher. I'm going to speak for me. Um, I think that there's this idea that we can out-educate ourselves. We can educate ourselves out of the bounds of racism or racist people, or we can out-achieve to be acceptable to this group of people who continue to look down on us. We're going to show them something when we really don't have anything to prove. We don't have anything to prove. It's, it's a paradigm. And... And I don't want to also create this narrative because some of these children are trying to either fit in or because I know I know mixed children. I know children who, who parents really were distraught when they like they didn't know. But like you said, ignorance is bliss. You still didn't teach them either. And I yeah. feel like it is a responsibility that if you're not an African-American parent, even if you're not teaching hate in your home, you need to fully teach that history in your home. Like, hey, this is that and that is that. Instead of allowing the child to go out, even if they didn't teach it in a home and they're ignorant to that, they're learning from social media, everyday situations. And there's, like you said, there's no education in the school about it. There's no education in a home about it. I think every home that isn't black should be taught that even that there isn't hate. So if a person say, well, I don't teach them hate. Well, didn't. If you don't teach nothing, like I said, ignorant could be bliss. And that could be a domino effect of the same thing repeating itself subconsciously and consciously. Because what? Between the ages of one and six, that's when our paradigm is programmed. And that can be genetically, uh, intellectually, or, or socially, or all the above. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that what's so dangerous about it is they're doing their damnness to to enact legislation to take these things out of out of uh, an option to be taught. Now those words that they scrolled on her by her parking space that N word has has a history behind it. They know what that is. Their grandparents are in the books in black and white for whatever reason when color was a thing. Their grandparents parents was probably in the book 
doing the same foolishness that we see them recreating in real time. And let's not let it not be lost on us. This ain't all black. This ain't all white folks. Like Sam said, you got a lot of so-called POC in that box who wants to be accepted by the dominant society who then turn their vitriol on the community too. And we have to acknowledge that. And we have to call a spade a spade. It is what it is. And so when, we, when we're having these conversations and Sam rightly pointed out, 80 something percent is, is, is so-called minorities. First of all, that is not a minority anymore. That is a majority. The minority on that campus would be white people or black people. We have to learn to fix our language. You can no longer be in a, in a minority if you're the majority population. Duh. We have to talk about this. We have to fix our language. We have to call a thing a thing. And what we are seeing is this recreation of the same stuff the civil rights movement was fighting for, right? Equality and justice for all. We're seeing this play out on our school campuses where we have people in positions of power who are supposed to make sure all the kids are safe, who are making it so unbearable that now the black administrator is not even safe. We got to talk about that stuff. It's crazy to me. And maybe I'm the crazy one. I don't know. Maybe I'm the crazy one. I, I, I don't know. But to me, it was seen that if she did not get this media attention, that she would still be doing dealing with this next week and a week after that and a year after that. Sammy? I think this loops back to the first video in the intro that was shown. People don't really even know what critical race theory is. They just say they don't like it because their favorite politician says they don't like critical race theory. So I'm like, yeah. We don't like critical race theory. What? Wait, what's critical race theory again? Because they don't, when he was trying to say, like, what do you not like about critical race theory? He's like, I, I, I don't really know about it, but the parts I do know about, I don't like. And he's like, what's the part you don't like? He's like, I, I don't really have that much information on it, but I, but I don't like it. Like, it makes no sense. Because how, how how do you not like something that that you haven't even that you haven't even looked up, you haven't even done your own information on, uh, did your own investigation? You've just listened to people. You're a follower. You're, you don't you don't come up with your own opinions. You just piggyback on other people's opinions because you don't have your own voice. You just you just sit there in total silence. Following other people your whole life. Sadly. And going back to that first video, like Sam said, when he was talking about the part of like, oh, well, the parts that you do know about it, what don't, what don't you like about it? He didn't want to say the part where white people are being proven that they were terrorizing black people because he knew how stupid and how ignorant he would sound. But he didn't want to say that part because ignorance would have came out of his mouth. Because why wouldn't you want to learn about that? You don't want to learn about how your ancestors did that to black people, but you want to learn about how they became a 16th president. Goodbye. I hear you. <laughs> I mean, and, and I think that that is wild because not only could he not answer that question, he didn't even try because he don't know why he don't like it. He just don't like it because he said so. Because he said so. That's it. And stop asking me, why are you prying? Why are you trying to get, why are you trying to pick my brain? You don't have a brain. It's like a straw man. You need to go, go to visit the wizard or something. I don't know. It's too many of them that were walking around just talking. Shut up. But that's, that's part of that privilege. You just think you could go around and say whatever you want to say. And everybody like, oh, he's so smart. They've been telling their kids they too say I'm smart for so long. A lot of them walking around. <laughs> Five cans short of a six pack. I'll say it like that. Just five cans short, just five. You know what I mean? And they don't want to learn nothing besides them being conquerors. The best, we the best. That's what, that's what. 
We the best out here. Nobody can talk to us. If and and I I would I would I would bet you they think that that doctor got on that campus by affirmative action. Anybody want to take that bet? Anybody want to take me up on that bet? They probably think that that job was given to her like she didn't earn it. But we know based on history that we've had to what work ten times harder to be just as good. That's what we were taught in our home. Keep a low profile. Don't 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 be all out embarrassing your family, right? We had to walk around like we had some sense. And so it's just really interesting to me um, that you have people who don't know what the heck it is, but don't want to try it. Don't don't want to look at the curriculum. Don't I mean they don't even want to develop any curriculum. Cause what you gonna say? What you what 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 you gonna tell the truth about? It's not happening. Go ahead, Sam. You think you're too smart for to like to learn anything. Like you can't you can't learn any new information because you think you know everything. Oh, come on, Sam. <laughs> you you think especially is is a problem with old people because they think they know everything, but you don't. You don't. Why don't you learn something from a 20-year-old one time? No, you don't want to. Because you refuse to learn more, uh, more information than you already have just because you think you're so smart. Mm. It's all about ego. Boosting yourself up so much that you, you can't learn anything else from, it, from anybody else. You, you just, ooh, ooh, I, don't, I don't need to learn anything else because I'm so smart. I know everything. No, you don't. I think you're right. I don't know how many 20-year-olds can teach me anything uh, besides the internet, some stuff that y'all be doing on TikTok and stuff. Maybe that, they could probably teach me that. Um, but as far as, as real stuff going on in the real world, I think everybody needs to learn something. That's why they're trying to get it out of your schools so early. Um, so nobody knows anything. And we continue to walk around as little dummies, little little uh, programmed robots, not asking any questions, believing what we're told, never challenging the, the notions or the thoughts. We're in class. We start to challenge teachers. They put us out because you guys are learning and your eyes are becoming wide open. You know, like they used to say, stay woke. No, they didn't really want you woke. They just thought it was a cute saying. They didn't want you woke. They don't want you to learn anything. They don't want you to challenge anything. They want you to come be little good girls and boys, sit at your desk, take in this information. Like what, what Cousin Travis said a couple of weeks ago, uh, come in, give you information, give you a test, boom, education. That's what he said. They don't want you to have a discussion. What's up, Sam? <laughs> what does that sound like to you? Tell me. Tell me what you, it sounds like, Sam. Say no, sir. Yes, sir. Don't ask any questions. Do what you're told. All the time. What it sound like? Slavery. So, and and then you get punished for not doing what you're supposed to do. Anaya got her finger up. What you about to say, Anaya? <laughs> I want to add on that, Sam. You make such a good point. That's just around me. Uh, me and my mom were watching this Colin Kaepernick documentary on Netflix about like how he grew up and everything. What's it called? Just so, what's it called? Just so the um, if the people ain't seen it, somebody help her. So come on, look it up, please. Colin Kaepernick um, in black and white, or Colin yes. in black and white. Yes, thank you. Or hidden colors. Thank you. So then, so, so he was saying like the NFL drafting is like a slave trade because they okay. examine the players, their height, their width, their um. Hold on, y'all. She gonna say hold on, y'all. Like she ain't explaining something. I don't know if you can hear that in the background, but um. Okay. Good. Okay. No, you're fine. So I somebody say sorry. Was, I heard that. <laughs> how he was saying like the NFL drafting is like slave trade because they examine you, they examine your stats and everything. So and Sam, you bring up a really good point. It's like it's just slavery still going on, but it's evolved, not evolved. It's a different. It's become more hidden. Yes. Uh, I don't know so. if it's. I don't even know if if the NFL draft is a hidden thing. The combine been around for a minute. I don't think that the connection was ever made that this is what happened during slavery. You know why? Because they're not teaching it in schools. <laughs> Duh. 
Like we don't, we won't know things if we, if our parents are not actively teaching us things. Who's, who's, We're not gonna go ahead. What'd you say? Who said stay woke earlier? Is what they try to say. Who said that? I, I think. It was so here's the thing, <clears throat> because they don't teach this in school either. How to control our emotions and, and mental health. They don't teach in school. When you say stay woke, that means woke in your human body to only abide by your senses, see, touch, hear, taste, feel, and stuff that we deal with on the day to day. And because we are, are forced and taught to focus on that, we are operating almost within a limit. When we are living in a world full of abundance and unlimited freaking potential, and people are, and, and there's someone who's trying to keep you specifically, my black brothers and sisters, from, from understanding that. So you, so you're this world of limitations of this person's doing that. They're not treating us like this. They're not doing that. Well, we can simply make a choice once again to deny access to our children. Teach, 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 teach. To be able to use yeah. those higher faculties and not our common senses, but our higher senses. Because the, the more and more I hear the narrative is is becoming this this negative narrative that is being bestowed upon our children to think that they have limitations due to their circumstances and their social um, predecessors and counterparts. When once again, you, my young brothers and sisters, live in a life of abundance and you can have whatever you want and you can do whatever you want. And as long as people try to keep you from doing it, don't let it happen, don't back down. Oh, howl at the moon. And going on what Matt said about the stay woke, when they're talking about stay woke, they're not talking about the past, they're talking about stay woke in the present, because they don't want us looking back in the past, because, but I feel like we should, because the more we, yes, please, (laughs) and so, (laughs) and so I think that when we look at the past, it would make what's happening in the present a lot more clearer, because it's nothing but a continuation, it's, yeah, yeah. 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 And, you know, and I, the reason I brought up that stay woke thing is it's like, you know, people used to be like, I'm woke. Like, I'm, I can see certain things. Right. But they really liked it when we were asleep. They liked it when we were asleep because they could get things over on us and we weren't asking any questions. We weren't being critical. We weren't analyzing situations. We were just believing what it was that people were saying to us. And we no longer do that. That, there's one politician, he said something about this woke movement is going to be, I think he said, that a detriment to us all because we're starting to wake up and we're like, yeah, we're not going for that. We're not doing that anymore. We're not, we're not, we're not rocking like that. And they wasn't ready for that. They ready, they like, they like robots. Go ahead, Melissa. Yeah, I just wanted to go back with Anaya was saying about the NFL and how it's really like, um, like slavery, as someone who has a close connection with the NFL, my dad played in the NFL and I have had these conversations with him and he agrees like that's exactly that that's what it is. And it has taken different forms and it's something they use these black people for their entertainment. They use to get their jobs done. And it's like that's that's exactly what it is. That's that's what we're seeing It's what all of these white people will pay so much money to go watch and go see games. And they paid all these money, all this money to buy black people and to farm their cotton and to do all these things. It's, it's the same thing. We're just looking at it differently because they want to, you know, give it colors. And now here's your team and this is who you can go watch. And so because, it's- Because we are entertained now too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I also wanted to go back on um, critical race theory. Like- Wait, before, before you go, can we get dad on one of these uh, next upcoming episodes? Will you yeah. check in with him? And let's have that, yes. let's, let's have that discussion. Okay. Let, yeah. Let's do that. So when, when you get them, fill it in on the form to let us know what week he's coming and we, we will get into that conversation because okay. it's absolutely um, needed. But go ahead. You said you wanted to get back into critical race theory. Yeah. So the reason I thought we should talk about critical race theory, like I brought it up to you and put it on the list of things we should talk about is because I have this history teacher who in the beginning was like, I don't want to label my history class critical race theory because I feel that he's a white guy, by the way, and I want don't want to label this critical race theory because I feel like critical race theory is the equivalent of real history. I'm like, okay, I feel you. I get it. But then we get to start talking about the things where 
where black people, when we start talking about slavery, he waters it down. I'm like, no, this is not what happened. This is not what you said in the first week of the year. This is this is not what we agreed to. So if we need to call it critical race theory, then call it critical race theory and actually teach it. But don't say that you're, we're, I want to teach real history. But then you start talking about the Native Americans. You start talking about black people. You start talking about everybody and you water it down. But when you get to the Holocaust and you get to these things where these bad things happen to these white people, you're so passionate about it. Mm. And you want to talk about, it's so bad that, you know, this was a genocide, so was slavery. So was when these white people came over and took over America, which was not found. People lived here. So I don't, you can't play both sides. You need to have the same passion across the board. If you're going to call yourself a history teacher, teaching real history, teach it all then. And going Samuel? Back when, oh, oh. No, 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 go ahead. So let, let, let's, he don't he he wanna water down how how they design specific whips that would cause lacerations on on backs like would cause greater damage and pain to the slaves out there were only on the ships. They would pers- they would specifically design whips to try to try to control and manipulate their slaves. Mm. To, to basically place a chokehold like if you don't jump you're it's you're not going anywhere mm. because like yeah 40 yeah. percent of the slaves that they put on the boats jumped off jumped off the boats because they would rather be dead than being than uh be in cat enslaved by people that they don't even know they bury me in the ocean with my ancestors that jumped from the ships because they knew death was better than bondage. Come on now, Sam. Teach them something. And Jada, you had one more thing to say, and I'm, I'm trying to get to the very last story. It's a feel-good story. I had to throw one of those in because the other ones was really heavy. But go ahead. It's, what did you want to say? That's fine. We can move on to the next story. It was you just sure? backing off of what Melissa said. Yes, I'm sorry. You can back up, Melissa. It's all good. No, it's fine. I'm cool. I'm cool. Like, literally, let's go. <laughs> okay. So go ahead. Can you play story three? A Detroit teen is suspended from his high school after he's caught giving haircuts in the school bathroom. Well, that blemish on his academic record could soon become a distant memory and possibly the door to jumpstart his career. Fox News' Randy Ridley joins us now live with more why this young man might be a cut above the rest. Randy. Yes, indeed, guys. And it's said that all is well that ends well. And in this story, is certainly shaping up to have a good ending. Take a look. Use the corner, the corner of your corner of your blade is really important. Even the greatest among us come from humble beginnings, and that could eventually be the case for 16-year-old Cameron Tucker, who was given a one-day suspension for playing bathroom barber at Renaissance High School in Detroit. I want to say wrong time, wrong time, wrong place. Cameron caught the barber bug this summer, motivated to cut his younger cousin's hair. I'm probably start my guy line about here. Save some cash by cutting his own and make a little by cutting his friend's hair. He reached out to his uncle Tuck to school him on the fundamentals of the fade. That's exact words. She said, I'm going to show you one time. I can show you again. I was like, all right. Cameron picked up on it and did not look back. He started posting before and after pictures on social media of his cousin's haircuts and then started servicing his football teammates. Fast forward to this past Thursday, he was busted cutting a classmate's hair in the bathroom during study hall. And in the middle of doing that, teacher walked in. Stared at us for about 45 seconds and walked out. Cameron's mom, Cassandra, got a call soon after. Um, Nisa wanted to come pick up Cameron. He's running a barbershop out of the third floor bathroom. There's a line in there, hair all over the floor. and got all his whole setup in there like we on the movie barbershop. Well, we uh, walk into the office and everything. All other administrators talking about, I, I respect the hustle. So he'll keep cutting hair, honing his craft, sharpening his blade, just not at school. A lesson learned, though. <laughs> Shout out to Cameron. I love the entrepreneurial spirit. Yes! <laughs> I'm just like, y'all didn't have nothing else to do but suspend them? <laughs> what you saying, Melissa? <laughs> I love how, like, they tried to suspend him, but this is going to keep happening. It's like they try and hold us back, and... 
we're gonna go much further than that. So I just, I it's it's a feel good story. I really like that. I'm thinking they gonna increase his clientele because then nobody know about him before the news story. Free promo. <laughs> Jada, y'all see you over there doing something with your hands. What you say? I was clapping because that's right. You just gave him free promo. He was like, "Hey, come come to my business." When you thought that you could knock us down, and all you did was just give us an extra boost. Thank you for that, by the way. Samuel, <laughs> about to become a campus legend. We like, hey, can I can I get can I get the lofay up in the back? <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Let me get my stuff ready. Let me get my stuff. Five minutes. Five minutes. How how much is it? Fifty. Okay, okay. Good good price. Good price. <laughs> This this guy is so charismatic. Yeah, he is. So so uh, you got to love him. And I want to say this to y'all. He just showed up. They, they got a secret right there. I, I just I'm not gonna tell anybody to drop out of school because I don't want nobody to do that. Say I said do that. But <laughs> figure out now what you're gonna do before school even ends. Because I'm gonna tell you kids that young man right there. Who raised you? The right ones. That's what I'm talking about. Boom. <laughs> and then the teacher, you know what's so funny to me? He's in there setting up a whole shop in the bathroom. He's got people in there coming in there. Like... I wanted a haircut too, but I didn't want to look bad. So <laughs> I think you might want to come pick him up. <laughs> Good. Done. <laughs> and I, I agree with Joel. Joel said that it would have been better to teach him business skills and not suspend him. Suspension is for beha bad behavior. How do you suspend somebody for making for doing haircuts? That's just so crazy to me. I bet his parents were proud when he came home with that suspension. <laughs> Wait, see mom smile though. Come on, we come on. What's up, Jada? And then Anaya, we're gonna let you have the last. I one. just, I just liked how a was supposed to be a bad situation. You can suspend him, turn into a great situation. I just liked the energy of it all. They weren't sad, like man, he got suspended. They were like, hey, he's starting a business. Cool, that's what's up. Like, all positive vibes. And and I had to cut some of that story short because we we were gonna run out of time. But he actually got an apprenticeship with one of the local barbers who loved him and respected his hustle. So come on now. We we that ain't that ain't no negative. Come on. Uh Anaya, you you wanna contribute a little bit, a little something, something? Yeah, I just wanted to piggyback off what somebody said was basically about like suspending him. That's like the only thing they could have done. They probably had to do that to make their school look good. Like, oh no, yeah, he got in trouble for doing that, but he gonna line me up after school though. Like <laughs> cause you know, the staff and like in the office were congratulating him, like, I respect your hustle. You respect your hustle, but you gonna put some a permanent stain on his record? Come on, man! Right. Stop, right. stop. Like you know, maybe just be like, I gave him a talking, you know, whatever, whatever. But then we're gonna help him get business skills. Where else can you yeah. do this? You know, not during class. You know, I would have thought that they could have. You know, there's those CTE classes that they have where you're a you you know you can um you can um teach them different skills. I've seen different cosmetology programs on on campuses, and I've seen like. Obviously, you got some kids interested in that. So what if they, they found a barber who would come in and, and teach those, like make an after-school club, something, something, but suspension, come on, man. They couldn't do nothing else. They running out of things to do. I think an appropriate punishment would have been to hand him a broom so he'd get the hair up. Clean the bathroom. You making a mess with the hair on the floor. Clean the bathroom. That's all. I think that would have been appropriate, but a suspension, I think they're doing too much. And and even the voicemail was funny. Uh, yeah, so I'm calling you because <laughs> he's cutting hair in the bathroom. Well, you have four, three other floors or four other floors. You know, they got they got access to the bathroom still. What's the problem? That's what I would have said. <laughs> he making money and coming up with what he wants to do, and he's trying to hone his craft. What's the problem? And he said at, at study hall. When was study hall? Was it before school, after school? Like, they didn't give any context. But I say shout out to Cameron because I, I love everything about him, from his braces to his hair to, to his hustle. I love it. Um, but, yeah, we've run out of time for today. I want to thank you all for joining us uh, for the discussion. It, it was another great discussion. We'll be back uh, next week with something else that Melissa's going to fill in on the sheet. Once I know, I'll post it. <laughs> uh, we want to encourage you. 
to follow us on Spotify, subscribe to Apple Podcasts. This is Black versus the Board of Education. Uh, you can meet us here and watch the replay on YouTube and or Facebook because um, it'll still be up. Additionally, we want to make sure that you all know that um, we're going to continue uh, to provide great content. And Melissa is looking. Sam, put your show down. Melissa said, go go visit the student store, get you a Black versus the Board of Education T-shirt. Uh, the hoodies will be up momentarily. Um, give us a, a, a couple days on that. Uh, what you pointing at? I was pointing at Melissa's shirt. I said? Like, go over there and get the shirt. Oh, get, oh. Yeah, Melissa, she's over All here. Right. Mm-hmm, she is. She's okay. over there. Okay. <laughs> so without, with that, we're going to hit y'all with the wave. We'll be back next week, 4 o'clock, right here live on Facebook and Instagram. Oh, not Instagram. Ooh, look at I'm speaking that in existence. A live on Instagram. Come on now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right live on, on Facebook and YouTube. We'll catch you next week. Go ahead and hit it with the wave. We'll see y'all later. <laughs>